Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. And today, I am joined by special guest, Sadana Swan Soulfire. She is a composer and visual arts phenom straight out of Portland, Oregon. Just released a project called Flame of Truth, so we're going to be talking to her about that and letting her tell her story and why she feels like she is a phenom. So, Sedona, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Well, why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I live in the Pack Northwest right now. I'm actually living on gorgeous land outside of Portland, Oregon, but I have been weaving my magic and my work in Portland for the last 20 years. I'm born and raised in California, but between Portland and and California, I have had the good grace to to travel quite extensively and study arts abroad. And, you know, from from the very beginning that I can remember, I had my first dance performance at the age of four. And ever since then, I have always been drawn to the beautiful connection that is shared through art connecting in with an audience member, with a witness. And I truly believe and feel that the arts are here to awaken, to inspire, to connect, and literally elevate and uplift humanity. And so that's my goal. That's my mission. That's what I dedicate all of my work towards and I love the word phenom. That feels that feels appropriate in that I do many different modalities. I am my main work has been for many years being a dancer, a lifelong dancer. And I also choreograph for myself and for large dance companies and groups of dancers. I just recently went into the realm of film and film production, having done theatrical live performances my whole life through the pandemic, I began to explore film and media and created a song. I offer spoken word and performance poetry. And I actually just found my way into the literary world also in releasing my new Cosmic Dancer Oracle deck. So it sounds like you're a very busy person. So so what fuels your passion? What, what got you started in doing all the things that you do? You know, it's... It's, it's as though I didn't really have a choice. There's been challenges and there's been obstacles and resistance along the way with living my art. 
and really approaching my art as a spiritual practice, but there hasn't really been another choice for me. It would mean sadness and despair and depression if I'm not giving my creative inspirations and visions space then I just, I mean, I've never not done it. I have to be honest because I just, I can't not do it. And what fuels the fire is the beauty of, of having people receive it and the beauty of having people come and bring their presence into the equation at the Flame of Truth, which is my newest project, and I know we'll get into it, at our big release party here and screening and showing in Portland, I was speaking to the truth. I was saying, you know, the, the metaphor, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, doesn't make, doesn't make a sound. And I was thinking about this with the arts. If the artist makes the art, but no one's there to witness and become part of it, is it it has is has it been really created is you know it takes the other being for the transmission to go out and for the message and the inspiration and the connection to grow and so it's stepping into that powerful and vulnerable intimate space with audiences and witnesses that it's the most fulfilling satisfying important thing to me, I would say. Well, yeah, we're definitely going to get into the flame of truth in just a second. But first, I want to know who influences you whenever you think about the people that you look up to in your field, who who would they be? Mm, wow, I ha- uh, it's a great question. I feel like my influences are very, very eclectic. Right now, two of my favorite artists are Lizzie Jeff and Tony Jones. And these are both fierce, badass queens that are laying down amazing invocations and intentional lyrics and mindfulness statements, but doing so in the smoothest, coolest, fiercest way on the dopest beats. So really activating and elevating words and wordsmithing being woven by these queens. I love RuPaul as sort of the big star that I can say I, I just look up to and I'm inspired by it. there's something about RuPaul in drag to me that is the charisma and the perfection is so enthralling. And I, I gain a lot of inspiration from my beloved collaborators. I am so blessed to live here in Portland and to to be working with a group of women that are not only just insanely multi-talented, awesome artists, but they're my best friends. And so to go through the creative process with your best friends, it it's so meaningful. And each and every day, the women that I work with and the brothers, but I primarily work with women. And that's been a huge part of my path. 
the, the women that show up and offer themselves so fully and devote themselves towards a shared vision, they're really my inspirations too. And then there's, then, then there's the great, the greats of history right now. I have an upcoming this weekend, actually, I'm having, um, a ga- virtual gathering online to honor and to celebrate Joan of Arc, to look to her and the extraordinary human being she was and understand what it means to really stand in your truth against all odds. Her being a teenager in medieval, the Hundred Years War, she showed up and followed her visions and led an army of 10,000 men to a success that, that changed the course of history. So she's an influence also. There's so many, my beloved sisters, and then those amazing, magnificent women in history who have stood strong, who have turned the tide, and then so many artists right now as well. Well, let's talk about your latest project, The Flame of Truth. Tell us all about it, what it's all about, and and how you got to start working on that and finally finishing it and what people (laughs) can expect. Oh, yes. You can expect to receive an empowerment when you watch the video or listen to the song. And I recommend watching the short, it's a short film slash music video. It's 11 minutes long. And it was created with the intention to be um, evocative journey that you could sit in and go along with us on that has to do with breaking through the binds of limitation, suppression, oppressive energy, shame, judgment, fear, self-doubt, blasting through all of that stuff that keeps you blinded from your beautiful truth as a unique and amazing soul light and human divine. So this is why it's called the flame of truth. It's about discovering our truth, the tagline statement that is spoken as an invocation many times throughout the journey is fire, fire, burning bright. I live my love. I shine my light. I'm blazing hot, untamed and free. I am embodied divinity. And so this is a multimedia production where there's singing, there's spoken word. The the main core, one of the core themes that we worked with to amplify this intention was the fires, right? The fires, the element of transformation. So it is a grand production of working with fire in every type of way we fire danced throughout it. So I creatively directed it, supported by Ashani Ashea and Pearl Soul Aura. I wrote all of the lyrics, did much of the choreography, the storyline, and it's beautifully shot in by Mike Lindbergh in many iconic places in Portland and the, the surrounding areas. So you will you will come on a an alchemical art adventure that really it's it's the the base fundamental 
heroine's or hero's journey, right? From from the darkness into the light. So tell us about some of the dance companies that you say you work with some dance companies. So tell us about what that experience has been like and, and maybe some of them that you've had the privilege to work with. Yes. So the my first real solid dance company that I directed and co-directed was Belly Dance Soul Fire. And we were named the Belly Dancers of the Universe and a huge competition down in Southern California. We won Belly Dance Nationals out in Washington, D.C. We performed at NBA halftime shows, other big festivals, fairs, parades, galas, events. And we, we, yeah, we, we even went through America's Got Talent, <laughs> that experience. And we were five belly dancers, a beautiful, diverse cast of dancers, of really supremely hardworking dancers. And we gave it our all. And in addition to winning those titles, we are we were featured on many DVDs, performance and instructional DVDs. And we really had our heyday sort of rolling through what I would say mainstream entertainment world was. And we sparkled and shone really bright. And then after about 10 years, we dissolved naturally in, in in the best of ways, we all, all the artists just went to do their own thing. And at that time, this is now about 12 years ago, 10 years ago, I began going to India to study an obscure lineage of temple dance, classical Indian dance called Odissi dance. And it was really this immersion and this beautiful philosophy that is held within the classical Indian arts of, of the arts as a path to awakening, to transcendence, to spirited and spiritual connection and evolution. And when I began going there and beginning, began to really infuse these philosophies into my work and into my dance and my artistry. Firstly, it was what I had been looking for. I had always felt that, but it was amazing to dip into lineages that named it and claimed it and, and taught it and worked within it. And after going there for many years and, and teaching here and performing here as a soloist, my students really began to, to refine and expand in their capacity. And finally, it was a few years of this that I finally started to ask a few of my Shining Star students to begin to dance with me professionally and in, in a company sort of way. And this grew and this grew and this grew. And we ended up growing 2018 into the Chalice Arts Collective. And that is currently the company that I'm directing and working with. We are the company that brought forward the Flame of Truth. We are a band of creatives here from 
Portland, Oregon. We are singers, dancers, spoken word artists, music producers, even painters, set builders, costume designers. And so we have been weaving these very beautiful, multifaceted, ceremonious offerings here in our community. And we were about to get lit for 2020 and come out with some theater shows, but the pandemic happened. And so a small group of us, we went underground and we got work to work on the flame of truth and the flame of truth soundtrack. So besides the flame of truth, tell us about any upcoming projects that you and your group have coming up. Yeah, well, so I, this weekend, I don't on May 29th and 30th, I am going to be holding a virtual gathering around about Joan of Arc and we'll be looking to her and I'll be teaching and sharing some wisdom with that. And I, we have 11 more songs that have been written (laughs) and are hoping to be recorded. I think the title track is going to be Rise, Priestess Rise. That is one of my, my favorite songs of the 11 that have come through. So I'm hoping to record an album for uh, the Chalice Collective. There's a couple more songs we've been working on. One is called Polarity Ritual, and one is called Feminine Rising and Shakti Prayers. And all of these we want to record and drop in either EPs or full albums and a couple of the tracks. I know we're already starting to think about the videos for. We've also been asked to take Flame of Truth, the video production, and make it a uh, a live production. So that could be something that happens too. Okay, sound like you guys are keeping yourselves busy, so people can stay connected with you and see what you're up to, and watch the Flame of Truth. Throw out your contact information, website, social media, any way people can connect with you. Yeah, well, if you want to see Flame of Truth, type it in the YouTube search engine, type my name. So Flame of Truth, Sedona Swan Soulfire or Flame of Truth music video. I noticed there's some sort of final fantasy Flame of Truth thing. So pass that. (laughs) Find the music video, Flame of Truth. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Sedona Swan Soulfire is my handle on both. My website is sedonasoulfire.com. And I welcome connection through any of these platforms for sure. All right. Well, Miss Sedona, close us out with some final thoughts. Anything that maybe we did not touch on that you would like to talk about or just some final thoughts for the listeners? Hmm. Yeah. Make art, grow food, be kind. <laughs> this has been my my motto of threes recently. And, and I think that this will guide us through. I know that right now... We're in some pretty challenging times here on planet Earth, and a lot of our systems and structures need to change to really support 
the sacredness of life and show reverence and acceptance for all beings, all diverse beings here. And I feel if we can just get down to these three quintessential ways of being to make our art, to sparkle this world up with beauty and be liberated in our creativity, if we can grow food, get our hands in the earth, connect with Mama Gaia and be able to feed ourselves and one another and simply be kind to each other. If we can do this, I I foresee much healing and rebalancing. Ladies and gentlemen, SedonaSoulFire.com. Be sure to go check out that Flame of Truth video. Follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible. Android listeners, go listen to the Google Go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app and you can listen there. And remember, make art, grow food, and be kind. Sedona, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Curtis. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.